street epistemology is a wonderful approach that anyone can learn. To find out more, go to streetepistemology.com. If you enjoyed this interview, please check out my YouTube channel, Cordial Curiosity. You can also follow me along with many others practicing this type of conversation on the Facebook page, Civil Discourse Network. Can I record you? Sure, sure. That's fine. So my name is Reed. Okay, Reed. I'm Sean. Sean. How are you today? Um, I'm alright. This is pretty cool. What's up? This is a trip. <laughs> I'm walking by and there's this guy just sitting out here in, in uh, Griffith Park. Yeah. And he's got a sign there. What do you and believe in what? This is really interesting, so let's see what it's all about. Sure thing. Um, I'm not a Scientologist, if that's what you're thinking. I actually right used to be a Scientologist. Really? Yeah, I used to be a Scientologist. Interesting. Um, I don't believe that anymore. Okay, maybe we get to talk about that, but yeah, I'll just have five-minute chats about any any topic. That's the new iPad? It is, yeah. Like the, the iPad Pro? iPad Pro, not the big one, but just... You know, I got the size. big one, and now I'm thinking about taking it back, because it's too big. Too big. Why, why'd you get the small one? The other one was too big for my needs. <laughs> it was too big, right? Uh, I think I'm going back down. I, I told them I would... I literally just came from the store and got this. Oh, nice. Is um, that the 7? This is the 7, but nice. went to get the 7 Plus, but they didn't have it. Oh, I believe that Jesus Christ was who he said he was. Okay. So when I hear, when I see that, when I say believe, I automatically think faith sure. versus, I don't know, so point Jesus. of view, just like political worldview or something like that. But yeah, sure. I see in Christians, cultural Christianity, you know, to call it believers. Mm -hmm. So I believe Jesus was exactly what he said he was. All right. Um, could I get a sense of your confidence that that's true and that's accurate say well, on that's a scale from zero to a hundred if a hundred is like 10. no doubt whatsoever hundred hundred percent yeah hundred percent but the cool thing I mean faith uh, the word defined is belief without proof belief without proof yeah uh, so it wouldn't really register on that scale like what kind of proof that I have I don't have proof okay and that's what makes faith what it is mm. you know so belief without proof, would that would you say faith is your main reason for belief? Um, belief without proof is just the like the Webster's dictionary uh, definition mm -hmm. of um, faith in so many words. So to answer your question, do I believe? Do I believe because I have faith? Is that what it is? Yeah. Why do you believe? Um, is faith the main reason? I believe, saying why do I believe is like saying, um, let me see if I can get an analogy out of that. Um, saying why I believe is like saying why I believe, um, why am I breathing right now, right? So like I heard a pastor once say, um, I don't need to know that, I don't need to see food to know that it exists, right? I have a hunger that only food could satisfy. And even if I, if I never saw food, if I never knew it, I would probably have faith that there's something to that, 
to match the urge, the need to eat, right? And so the same thing with the soul. The soul, I believe, craves uh, something that is akin to food. The way the stomach, the way the appetite craves food, the soul craves, I believe, the soul craves um, uh, faith, craves fulfillment that's beyond human understanding or human power. And so that my, that my soul yearns for something, that makes me believe that there's something. All right, okay. which I think is different than faith. I did not have a choice to believe. It, kind of, it just came to me. Um, so just, I'm making sure I know. I hear what you're saying. You believe in Jesus 100%. Yeah. And I believe Jesus is who He said He was. Yeah. And you, you feel either with us, with your soul that it, you know, it's craving fulfillment, and that's a reason why. My soul longs to worship. That's why when I hear Wilco or U2 or Jimi Hendrix or some other like, you know, music, it's so easy to worship it. Like we're made, I believe that we're made to worship. I believe that we're made to be in awe. You know, I believe that we're made to be curious. Like, what is this? Wow, huh. How did you first come to that belief? Mm, I actually heard it, um, I, I, I heard it in a teaching, in a sermon, and I'm S-H-A-W-N. Oh, sorry. That's the Irish way. Most, many black Americans spell it S-H-A-W-N. That's right. Um, not all, though. Certainly not Sean Bellamy. Um, I heard it in a sermon. There's a, my favorite teaching pastor, his name is Timothy Keller, Dr. Timothy Keller. And um, uh, I, I believe I heard him say something, so I'm paraphrasing Keller. Oh, that's why. Yeah, that's how you. That's yeah, how and yeah, he's a theologian. He's an ap apologist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, faith and the soul craves fulfillment. Mm. Um, We're made to worship. Made to worship. Yeah. How do you know that's true? From my just experientially. Personal experience. Women, f food, money, uh, drugs. Here's what I believe. I believe that God is where we go to for fulfillment. It's where we go, how, where we go to get our identity. Now, some people get that from money. Some people get it from, from prestige, you know, from a job. I think God is where we seek fulfillment, hmm. where we go when we're depleted, right? Most people, and certainly myself, I go to money. I go to, I'm an artist, so I want praise. Know, validation from others um, and I believe that if until I learn how to um, get that fulfillment from God and warm myself to the fire of God mm -hmm. who I think God is then I'm gonna always seek it from sources that are colder than that fire you know I'm sure you're aware of other people who might get fulfillment from other gods in the world? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying that, I'm not, okay, so sorry, I think that God, not just my God, but a God, a God, a God is where one gets fulfilled. It's where one finds their true fulfillment. 
that they can't get from some other source. True fulfillment. Right. So it's, is it possible at all to find true fulfillment without appealing to it, God? It, uh, uh, it depends on the person, right? Someone's true. Someone is all wrapped up in their true fulfillment right now that you and I may consider to be completely um, ludicrous. You know, there's someone somewhere on some corner completely fulfilled and you and I may walk by and go, that's a fucking idiot. You know, and the same with like, say, Christians. Someone may see a, a Christian who's completely fulfilled and look at them and you're like, what's you know, zealots. So it's subjective, I suppose, isn't it? Would the ability to find true fulfillment in a God be a reliable way to believe in the God? Be a reliable way to believe in a God? The seeking? I believe so, yes. I believe that if a person is uh, committed to seeking um, fulfillment through a God, if, 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 say me, if I make that the center of my life, like the way that I center my life around commerce and relationships, if I were to center, center, have my life centered around my, my uh, seeking to be fulfilled by God or Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, the triune God, I fully believe that, uh, what was the question? Would be would seeking true fulfillment be a reliable way to believe in a, in a God? I absolutely believe that that would be not only a reliable way, but the most advantageous, at least for Christians. I don't know anyone else. Um, and um, the, it's it's the most advised in the Bible. You know that in um, I think it's a Proverbs uh, or Psalms one, but where where to um, meditate chew on the word of God we're, we're to make that our life's purpose is to, to fill ourselves up with the word of God does gaining fulfillment in anything make the object of fulfillment true does gaining fulfillment what gaining fulfillment in anything just because you have fulfillment does that mean it's true whatever you're gaining fulfillment from does that mean that it's true yeah Here's what I did learn in Scientology that I, I, I liked. In Scientology, it was, in my experience, was um, I remember hearing, if it isn't true for you, it isn't true. <laughs> you know? And at the time, that made a lot of sense. So I think that if, if someone, in answer to your question, if someone believes it is true for them, then it's true. If it isn't true for you, then it isn't true? Um, if it isn't true for me, no, no, because something could be true and I just may not accept it. However, if someone accepts and something as true, like on a, on a visceral level, where they, it's true to them, it's, it, then for them it's true. Absolutely. It doesn't make it true for everyone else. But if someone sees or accepts something as the truth, no matter where they are psychologically, emotionally, then I believe that it is true for them. Would you prefer to believe in things that are true for not only just yourself, but for everyone? I would prefer to believe things that are true for everyone. Cool. Yeah, I, I, I do, I, I love a universal truth. I, I love an, in, an indisputable fact, you know. Is it an indisputable fact that Jesus exists? No, because people can dispute it. Okay. People can dispute it. Okay. Yeah, and true for them. So it is true for is 
true for them? Is that like a reliable way to come to a belief in Jesus? Just because specifically in Jesus? Yeah. No, I think that the only it's in the gospel, the gospel, and I'm paraphrasing again, um, says that those who um, are given sight can see and those who can hear are given that. So it's a gift. It's a gift to be able to see this, to believe this, to think this, to accept it. So it's not, it's not a choice. Like I didn't choose to believe in the gospel. <laughs> he even pause. Are you an atheist? I would accept that level label right now, yeah. yeah. But I'm open to believing in whatever's true, if given a good reason. That's kind of why I'm out here, just trying to gather people's perspectives. Yeah. But I really prefer to have you know, nice solid reasons for believing in things. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just asking people about the reliability of their reasons for believing in things. Yeah. It's kind of a philosophy you know, yeah, yeah. hobby. One thing I do want to say, mm-hmm. again, it's a paraphrase of Tim Keller, sure. is that there there are many gods, right? People believe in different things. Yeah, yeah. And if God is where I put put my all of my security, like when do I feel most secure? Usually, I feel most secure when I'm looking good, when I'm feeling good, when I have money, you know. And so, so, in in a sense. I may have faith in Jesus, but in, in actuality, most of the time, money, property, and prestige is my God, mm. right? That's the truth. Like, how do I actually live my life, despite what I believe? And that being said, um, I can take a good thing and make it an ultimate thing, and then that's idolatry. And the difference between, I think, who I think God is and what I worship is the things that I sometimes worship never last. They ultimately turn on me. Mm-hmm. Like uh, in Lord of the Rings, everybody was after that precious, yeah. right? Everybody wanted that damn precious from the giants to the small people to the, the good and evil. Everybody wanted that precious, but anyone who got the precious, once they got it, it turned them inside out. Mm-hmm. And I see that as a metaphor. In fact, Tolkien was a Christian, a metaphor for idolatry like how do I define myself what is my precious my precious is usually a woman's attention how I look where am I in society my place how much money do I have that's my precious and every time I've gotten every last one of those things it turned me inside out dark would Jesus itself be a form of a precious I think Jesus is the ultimate precious, <laughs> but I think that the turn, the change that happens once God comes into someone's life, however devastating or profound, is ultimately a good thing, right? So I can take a good thing and make it an ultimate thing, then it becomes an addiction. But I think that God is the ultimate thing. Yeah. What's your name? Reed. Where is this going to be, Reed? Where can I see it? I'm going to make a YouTube channel. Right now, it's just a private Facebook group getting feedback on. All right, buddy. Have a good Thanks one. for your time. Sure thing. All right. Stream.
street epistemology is a technique by Dr. Peter Bogosian in his book, A Manual for Creating Atheists, and his Android and iOS app, Atheos. 